Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about what's been kind of going on outside. We're all very aware of the cold and wet events that, are, that have happened. But in the past week, a, a, a pretty good-sized group of folks, including NOAA, which is the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and several... Uh, other climatic groups like the uh, Midwest Climate Hub and the Northern Plains Climate Hub and, and uh, the Centers for Environmental Information came together and put out a rather striking bit of information uh, related to the weather. And uh, while I just got a hold of it, the, the uh, discussion was for weather from the late end of April into uh, towards the mid part of May. Um, and uh, it was kind of amazing what they talked about. Um, for example, you know, for an 8 to 14 day pre uh, uh, precipitation outlook, how much it's going to rain, all of Illinois was going to get 40% more water than uh, we would have normally had in a normal year. Um, that's a substantial amount of rain. Uh, this past days, we heard about the extensive flooding in southern Illinois. Over nine inches of rain uh, on upwards here in northern Illinois. Um, North Aurora, for example, recorded uh, 4.67 inches. So we've had some substantial uh, rain events, as they're called these days. And that uh, impacts just about anything and everything we're going to do outside. Um, another interesting um, comment was uh, by their predictions anyway or they're looking at the radar and information that clearly the cold and wet is going to continue probably for the, at least maybe the next two weeks and that's a substantial uh, time frame to continue to have cold wet weather. Um, this this uh, report covered everything as you can imagine just not horticultural crops but uh, farming the farming community livestock um, you know, we've, they've had uh, snows in Nebraska uh, this, uh, these past uh, f few days. So it, it's really an amazing change for uh, much of the United States compared to normal. So they're, uh, they were even predicting uh, just earlier this week the potential for frost here in northern Illinois. So it, we're, we're not over with. Uh, on when we talk about horticultural crops or gardening things, of course, our, our fruit trees, if they're out in bloom or, or nearly full bloom, they're very susceptible to cold weather damage, so there might be a concern there. Um, our perennials that we love so much in our garden, uh, if they're up and young and tender, they're more at risk. If they're older and more developed, they have a bit more resilience at this point. Uh, so it just depends uh, where we're at with this. Um, the, the uh, plant material around our home or if we've put vegetables out already, they actually may need a bit of protection. That's the time where we run out and throw the, the old bed sheet over the top of them or something like that to give them a little frost protection. That's going to be uh, that's going to be pretty Im important to do if that's what we've got going on. So this this whole idea of the um, they, they talk about freezing temperatures possible from the central and northern plains to the Great Lakes. That's us. Uh, our highs are going to be much below normal. Um, they just haven't uh, given uh, a whole lot of good news here in this report. As I said, they, they talked about, I mentioned, uh, 
potential snowfalls, for example, out west, and they were going to range from a quarter of an inch to over four inches uh, in equivalent rain amount. So you can imagine how much snow that's going to be if the rule of thumb has been for every inch of rain, there's 10 to 12 inches of snow. That could be a substantial amount of energy um, uh, released as snow into the atmosphere. So you've got to really um, take uh, this this report pretty much uh, at, at faith at this point. And I, I guess I would say watching what's going on the past few days, it's clear that uh, uh, this kind of rainfall is going to impact how quickly we get back out on our gardens. Um, some of us have perhaps put down... Um, uh, crabgrass preventer, some of us may have put down lawn fertilizer, some of us may have put fertilizers in the garden. And what happens when we have fertilizer down and then we have these kinds of rains is that fertilizer dissolves into the rainfall. Uh, it can move into the soil profile where we hope it does, but so often when we have these extensive rains and we see a lot of water running off, uh, so, go, so goes your fertilizers. Um, and that's not good for the environment because that puts that nutrition, that uh, the phosphorus in particular, but the nitrogen as well, uh, right into the streams and, and eventually into ponds. And that, uh, and that uh, can cause algae blooms later on with the high levels of nutrition. So um, this is not environmentally such a good thing to be happening right now. Uh, farmers are, are equally perplexed. They know they can't get in the fields, yet some of their products have gone on for the season. And will they have to re reseed areas? Will they have to reapply fertilizers or other pesticides in order to get a, a, a crop uh, to uh, uh, make it, you know, a good thing for their, make an income for their farm families? So there's a very interesting bunch of things going on right now. So for us in the vegetable garden, please hold off. Don't try to plant anything in the heavy, muddy soils. You're just going to ruin the soil structure. If you've got a lot of organic matter in your garden, uh, it's going to hold more water perhaps than you'd like, yet it does maintain a good amount of air spaces. So that's, uh, you know, you get the good with the bad. Uh, those soils will also likely dry out a little quicker versus uh, the typical heavy garden soil where you might have your be planting your annuals or have your perennial beds, trees and shrub beds. Um, so lesser organic matter soils uh, typically are tighter, heavier, and may not uh, dry out as quickly. So I guess if there's a word of the week, it's going to be please be patient. We can't really do much about it right now. I, I encourage you to maybe think about revising your vegetable gardening schedule for the year. Some of these early crops aren't going to be able to get in because of the weather. So you're going to have to hold off until you can plant them. This may shorten the growing season. This may delay those flowers and fruits from forming, not because the weather's doing it at that point, but because it takes so many days to get to that point and we've planted later than normal. So um, bear with all this out in the yard for that lawn. Mow it as soon as you can, but you can't do anything about all the moisture. You'll probably roll through some wet spots in the end. Uh, I would say set the lawn more up high because the lawn is going to be high. Mow and then turn around and mow it again with the mower set a little bit lower. Uh, and keep doing that until you get down to your uh, mowing height that you're uh, most used to for your yard. 
um, is wet as it's been, you may have to collect some clippings because they're going to lay and smother the grass that's below. Um, so these are some of the modifications and changes we're going to have to do as we, as we begin to think about getting in and getting the garden done. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. It's a pleasure. I'll be back again next week.